Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we've got a big guest on. Thank you very much for, for saying it for me. I know. For you? Why, why would... Uh, big guest. Here I am. Hello. Hello. <laughs> no, no, no. I think um, you... Uh, hello. You know who I'm talking about. Me? Yeah. You're talking about me. So you're talking about... It's Do you right. think you're a big guest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big old guest. Big, big guest. So you're just a guest then on the podcast? Well, no, but you announced it. You started off, so it makes it... So I could be a guest and you went, oh... Got well, a big welcome. Guest it's on. great, to, great to have you here, Jamie. Uh, Thanks so much. Heard a lot about this podcast. It's, it has, apparently, people enjoy it. People enjoy it. Yeah, people enjoy it. Do you know what? I've, I've learned. My girlfriend said it to me the other day. Apparently, I repeat things quite a lot. Yeah, and you I just, do. You, I just you notice repeat yourself constantly. I repeat. No, I don't say constantly. No, I don't repeat myself constantly. But you'll say something like, "We've got a big guest on." And I'll be like, "Yeah, we've got a big guest on. A big guest." I do. I feel I, that. The thing is, yeah, like and Sophie, Sophie's now looking at me saying, yeah, three, four times. <laughs> she actually phoned me up the other day to tell me that I had done it so much. No, you also, what you do is when someone says a joke, you will then say the joke back to yeah, them. Yeah, say the joke back to like them. Like as though, as, uh, as though you just made it up. All right, Jesus, are we going to really just bash me at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> Can I tell you not something? That. Hopefully we've, not. We've been having, we've been, yeah. <laughs> tell you what is delicious. <laughs> Tell me. Vegan sausages. This is this is not an ad. They are just what are they called, Soph? Richmond vegan. All the other vegan ones are tops. Are they okay, the ones made the from other, bugs? Rich Richmond vegan sausages. Are they the synthetic those? synthetic bug bug sausages? I don't know what they are, but they are divine. If anyone is a vegan out there and wants to go and try these delightful sausages, even if you're a meat eater like me, go and try these delightful sausages. Just a little bit of a tip for you there at the beginning of the episode frankie who do we have on the episode today we have a national treasure i think it's mm-hmm. fair to say you know we've yeah. got a he is currently all over your tv screens on what how, mm. how three or four shows he's got now yeah rupaul's drag race uk yeah design interior masters in design interior masters Master interior, interior design? designers <laughs> what Alan else is he car on? chatty man that's a giveaway I've given it away now. no Alan Car Chatty Man's beach it, podcast Alan, about Alan Car chatty man doesn't happen anymore that stopped well, you can still catch the reruns <laughs> probably can still catch the reruns actually. I remember that was um, I met uh, that was the first time uh, me and uh, me and uh, what's his name Scooter Braun yeah yeah me and Scooter Braun hit it off <laughs> 
You did not hit it off. I don't know why yeah, he you gave, gave me his number. Yeah, I was standing next to you when he gave you his number. He said, yeah. "Where do I want to go out tonight?" And you said, "Give me your number." Said, did he ever call? No, did he you didn't. Ever... No, he said, "He said, can you can you set up a party?" And I was like, "Okay, well, why don't you try and call Scooter Braun right now? See if he's gone." Get no, his, I get changed. His... I, ch- I deleted his number because <laughs> I just didn't have any interest. And you know. so you wait. So you deleted his number because you but had me no and, interest. Me and um, me and. Uh, uh, Justin Bieber, we got we got on well. You weren't there, were, were you? I was I there. I was standing Bieber. with you when this happened. You never met Justin Bieber, though. I was with you at the same Alan Carr show. Yeah, but you didn't really speak. You were too nervous to speak to Justin Bieber. I was standing. You? you asked him if you wanted a bite of your sandwich. No, I said, do you want a just a Justin Bieber? <laughs> All right, everybody. We got a great podcast with Alan Carr today. What an absolute hero! Um, He's come on our podcast. Also, if you want to jump across at some point to listen to his podcast, Life's a Beach, Alan Carr, I'm on that one as well. It's a great little show. He was only 18 then, Justin Bieber. Do you know what's so funny about you? When we when we jump over different points, you're still thinking about the last point? I'm always thinking about everything at the same time. <laughs> it's quite good. Be a good chess player, wouldn't you? I do. I actually am a good chess player. I've been playing a lot of chess. Have you ever played Go, the, the board game Go? The the Chinese board game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. You should watch the documentary AlphaGo on YouTube. Very good. About the computer. Yeah, it's an interesting documentary. Our bonus episodes on Wednesday as well. What charity community we're going to donate the, the Private Parts Fund to, which is exciting. So if you have any recommendations, please send it through on our Instagram, Private Podcast, or by email, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. As one well of your stories or Amazon reviews or any review too, we want to read them out. Right, Francis, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the national treasure, I've said that a few times. Yep. Mr. Alan Carr. On the podcast. So Alan, I've got a, I've got a question to ask you straight off, all right? Because Francis has been doing something called a, he's been doing something called a bone broth diet. Oh yeah, it's not a bone yeah. broth diet. What are you talking about? What is about? it then? What is no, it's it? A, no, it's a it's a form of fasting where you drink bone broth. So you basically it's a it's a bone broth cleanse or a bone broth fast. It's not a diet. Oh, when are you going to lose? When are you going to start losing weight then? <laughs> well, you do actually. I've already lost weight. I mean, that's not really the purpose. It's kind of to reset your um, your gut bacteria. So oh, really? Retails. Yeah. So it's very good for like. Um, for like, actually, Jamie, you've got you've got IBS. You would probably benefit f- from it uh, immensely. Yeah, my, my IBS is never going to be cleared up. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you have this. Do you still have with your partner the awkwardness of going to the? This is we start off with toilet humor straight. The awkwardness of going to the bathroom in front of your partner. Are you fine with it? Paul's fine with just having a dump. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, where, where our bathroom is, there's like a door, so it hasn't got a door on, which makes it sound like it's a shithole, but it's not. <laughs> it's just got a really nice arch. So he will go to the toilet, but when I go, I have to turn the taps on, shower. <laughs> Did you really? Yes, you can't hear the. How plot. do you do that when you're on the loo? Do you, can you uh, with my feet? With my feet, I'm very. <laughs> I'm very agile, and then I will turn it off, and then I, just, I don't know. I'm just scared of the plot. 
<laughs> what? Yeah. The initial, so because so, what I do, what I do is I do something called tending the loo, whereas where I, I wipe, I wipe, I don't know why I'm going into this, I wipe the loo seat, then I put loo paper in to the loo and so into the toilet, and so it, it, it sort of protects the splash. To stop, to stop oh the splash. my God, I'm not that bad, I'm not that bad. But you know what I don't get, and I never yeah. use the toilet on a train, only for wees, but have you noticed there, the flush is behind the toilet seat. You've got to touch the toilet seat. Yeah, you've seat. got to put it down to then flush oh, it. What is, the, what is the point of that? I know it's so unhygienic. They, I think they want to force people to put the lid down, right? Yeah, but I mean, because you've got to touch it. You're like that, and then you bring it down. And then you see, and then... What I would do if I was at home was I would take my mm. shoe off and use my feet to put the thing down. But I'm not taking my shoes off in a toilet. Wait, but have you seen wait, they've wait, got wait, those wait. things which which I think they've got very popular over COVID. But they're like those. It's like a keychain, but it's like a little stick on your keychain that you can use to push buttons and 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 flush toilets on trains. What is- so you have like an extra stick, like an extra hand, so you don't yeah, have to touch like a, stuff. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, like a little <laughs> stick with a thing. So you, you, you can. Do, it's like a key, I guess, but you can push buttons with it. What? They should put that on a Swiss Army knife. I yeah, buy exactly. one. That's amazing. <laughs> Wait, that's the most ridiculous thing. So you're scared of germs. So you carry a little thing on your on your key ring that picks up the germs anyway. That's bizarre. yeah. Well, it's like Wait, metal. So you so. use your. F- you use your foot to flush the loo. Is that what you normally do? Yeah, I don't touch anything with my fingers. Honestly, I don't. I'm just so... I mean, I don't know whether it's COVID, but even before COVID, I was always like, Ugh! you know, just touching any touching any knob in a toilet. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so, so, um, yeah, I mean, so, I, I just don't like it anyway. So you've always been like a little bit of a, of a of a germaphobe. I think as I've got older, I've become a little bit more of a germaphobe. I don't if I you know now I have this weird thing that I've developed, and I don't know where it's come from. Is if I go into like a public loo or I'm I'm touching a door coming out in an airport or something, like that, I have to put my sleeve over my hand and I have to push the door like that. I've never had that in a really dirty airport. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's dirty. You know what you. I, I started washing my hand, and then you remember that the the bucket things that you put your your stuff in, like your laptop and your watch. They are minging, aren't they? And Wait, I what, bucket what bucket thing? What bucket thing? What bucket? Well, no, it's like a tray. It's got a tray, but you got those things you have to put your hands in underneath. You know when you put take they they get you because sometimes you know you go through. Um, was it airport security? Different yeah. security have uh, different things, don't they? And then sometimes you take your shoes off and your belt, and then they look at you like, why are you taking your shoes and your belt off? You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's one of those where you just have to take your coat off. And then, <laughs> like, he's a really shit stripper. And then, um... <laughs> yeah, they make you feel really guilty for, like, you know, voluntarily taking your shoes off. Or... Oh, no, no, you don't need to helpful. do that. You're what, what do you think this is? Making the queue go down, and then they look at you like, why are you waving your belt in the air? Anyway, like I'm someone from Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I had that thing where I do the bare minimum when I go through the airport. I don't, I don't take off anything until they tell me to take it off. But you, but Alan, you go willy nilly. You go, you go straight into it. Oh, I'm happy that, to take this off. But what do you like? Are you like quite arrogant with it? Do you say I'm not taking anything off and then you end up getting tasers? 
Don't, don't touch me. Them. I don't spit on that. I've seen you spit on one of them. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I we actually, Alan and I spoke about this on Alan. By the way, I have to applaud your podcast is so funny. It's oh. it's on a, no, and it's not just because you're on the Mar podcast. I'm saying, it, but your podcast is so funny. I listened to the, your one with Tom Allen, um, and if any of our listeners haven't gone and listened to it, yet, it is Tom Allen is genius. Tom Allen's brilliant. Oh, he's so funny, so funny. He's and then, so funny. I mean, we it was the it's the gayest thing I've ever done, and I've done so many gay things, <laughs> and we, I was like, we were like. Ah! Just cackling, that's cackle, cackle, cackle. But you know, for those of you who don't know, we are so similar. We were born on the same day, me and Tom really? Allen, 14th of June, along with Paul O'Grady and Boy George. What, what, that what do you is, think that was? Do you think that's astrology? Alan, well, Alan, and Trump, yeah. and Trump. You have don't mention <laughs> Trump. Don't mention bloody Trump. Alan, he likes a bit of fake Trump. Tan, doesn't he? He likes a bit of fake tan and all that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it, it was just, a, I just love him so much. He's so funny. But, I mean, when I listened to it back, it was a lot of cackling. My voice was getting even higher and higher. But, um, it was That's a lot so weird, because when I listen to it, it's called Alan Carr's Life's a Beach. Honestly, I'm on it as well at some point, so go and check it out. Go and listen to it. It's genius. Um, but I didn't think it was that gay. I thought it was... And I, I, I feel like I'm pretty straight, and so I didn't think. Well, I that's because you hang around all those strictly people. You're getting slowly gayer and camper. You don't know what's straight anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought it was great. Also, is the great thing about it, right? And as I think is, especially at the moment, that all of us we we taken like travel and freedom so much for granted. I feel that having that, like the fact that it's sort of coming back to normal, what your podcast is so good is it takes you on that journey of, yeah. of going, escaping and trying and traveling. Like it's, it's such a big part of our lives, which you kind of forget about, I think, because you've always traveled, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, and I, on the day before it came out, a friend said to me, are you sure you should be doing a travel podcast? Don't you think it's like rubbing it in a bit? Don't you think it's in bad taste and all that? And I was like, oh, shit, have I really got the wrong vibe of it all? But you know what? It's actually people like what you got someone you got. Past sorry, that was my doorbell going. Hold on a second. Don't sorry. see who it is. My doorbell will be going soon. Hello. Yeah, just leaving the front door. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just leave it at the front door. You don't know what it is. What is it? Do you know what the funny thing is? I did that last time and I got I got given I got given a PlayStation, um, a PlayStation 5 by someone. I said, just leave it, leave it at the door. And someone stole it. They put it inside. They put it inside the door, but someone stole it, which was a complete nightmare. But anyway, yeah. Where the hell do you live? I live around the corner from you, so it's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's, so getting rough, um, it's getting rough around our area, isn't it? <laughs> it's getting really rough. It's, it's quite scary around our area, I feel. I feel, I mean, do you get those newsletters from the local busybody who gives you a list of the crime that's happened weekly? No, what's that? Well, the nosy person says, oh, watch out. And then normally it's like someone's selling fish or something that's out a day. And, <laughs> and there's well, like, like a neighbourhood watch. Like yeah, a neighborhood yeah. Watch. But actually, I thought I'd join it because I thought, oh, it'd be quite fun. But actually, it does freak you out because sometimes the crimes are a bit dark and you're like, shit. 
<laughs> what like like in Notting Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in yes, the Notting yes. Hill area, yeah. Wait, what are I the know crimes? The police, that are... police officer around uh, that area. She follow, follows me on Twitter. Really? I've got a direct line to the uh, to, to the Goldborn. <laughs> Wait, uh... hang on. So you think you think if you're in trouble, you're going to tweet the police officer? Well, say, I have me. before. You know. <laughs> what? 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 You haven't. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I've asked about, about uh, during the lockdown, number one, I asked, I asked you know, whether I would be able to sell my cider on the street. <laughs> you asked her a general question. And what was yeah. her reply? They said, well, well let, let me look into it for you. But I think then they unfollowed me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Do you think they've got better things to do than check whether you've got the right stall permit? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, but they uh, tweet about all these busts they do around uh, Goldbourne Road, like busting all these drug dealers and stuff, finding gun recovery. I think they fi- recover quite a lot of guns in London, apparently. I didn't, I didn't realise until I followed them. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but that's because London's full of crime, obviously. I feel like our, I'm just not very good. And have you ever been in a situation where you felt like, oh, God, I'm going to be under attack? Here we go. Have you ever had one of those situations where you've had to go like, OK, this is a bit scary? Oh, well, um, well, obviously where I live. Do you remember when the riots happened? It was yeah, it 2011? Yeah, yeah. And um, they stole my Mini um, and someone drove into a car phone warehouse. With um, a Mini? With in my Mini, used it as a Ram raid. Was it a Ram? Was it a Ram? A Ram. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you know the worrying thing was, my glasses was in a glasses case in the um, glove compartment. I was terrified that they'd put them on and then did the ram raid. People wanted to see <laughs> with the old... Because uh, <laughs> obviously with the number plate and stuff. And then, and this sounds so stupid, but I was actually like, oh, my God, I felt so soiled and dirty that I sold the car. <laughs> Violated. Well, it was part of a crime, and I felt bad. And you know, I'm Alan. You know, I'm Alan Carr. I'm law abiding. I don't like any of that. So I sold the car, and then I looked in the um, was it trade? Was it Auto Trader? Yeah. Previously owner Alan Carr, they put underneath. It. And I'm like, can everyone just stop exploiting me and taking this? Wait, I think it's, it's terrible. So your car was part of a robbery and then you tried to sell it on to someone because you didn't want it. Yeah, I, I felt bad. I felt bad. I felt soiled because someone had used it. Oh, my God. Well, I repaired all the front and everything. And then I went, no, I feel like there's been a criminal in here. He's used it for crime. Did they catch the guy? No, no, they never caught any of them. It might have been a girl, I suppose. It was just terrifying with the riots going on, you know. I remember remember taking a a, a black cab through all of these these people. You know, when they were were like hundreds of them just roaming around, like banging on cars and stuff. And I took a black cab through and I was like, shit, is this going to go off? Are they going to 
they're going to take on the black cab, but they didn't. But it, it was terrifying at the time. It was terrifying. Yeah. You didn't know what to do. It was a really eerie atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, my mini's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they get the keys? <laughs> but Alan... I don't know how they drove off on in it. But they Alan, I feel... Them. I feel like you're good in these situations because I I feel like you're quite good. You I do. I feel like you're quite good when you're under attack. Because I, I I remember watching what was it? I remember watching League of Their Own, and you went to the the tomato fight and you nearly climbed that that pier that that like pier thing that you had to climb up and down and you nearly got to the top of it amongst basically riots. Well, do you, do you want to know the honest truth? Mm-hmm. Well. That, that that whole town, the Tomatina Festival, it shuts down um, the night before. You can't get in there. And it's basically everyone has a rave there. We got so early and I just got on the sangria and just got... How much, how much sangria? How much sangria? Jugs and jugs and jugs. And until this bit of ham is taken down off the top of this massive pole, you can't start throwing the tomatoes. And then we can't start filming. So I went, fuck this i said freddie i'm getting on your shoulders i jumped on his shoulders i jumped up the pole honestly you've never seen such a fat person going up a pole so quick <laughs> it's coming it's coming in like margarine to stop you and i was gagging to get this ham just to go oh, but it was the sangria i mean i would never do anything like that i mean i've never drank sangria that early in the morning before but it just gave me a second wind i was like it's all that sugar it was all the sugar and then <sighs> And then all these people, like, it really pissed me off on Twitter. Did they know who you were? Did they know who you were in the crowd? Did they go, oh, my God, that's And there are a few Brits new there, a few Brits new there. And then so I put a picture on Instagram, all these people, what a waste, man. Hey, they could go to Ethiopia and Africa, (laughs) throwing all these tomatoes. The tomatoes are the shittest-looking tomatoes you've ever seen. They are the crap that the farmers can't get rid of. It's just Africa wouldn't even want these tomatoes. They're minging. <laughs> and so they come along in this massive truck and they throw sorry, they're throwing it at us. But what you do, what you've got to remember is these are mouldy tomatoes already. They ain't your lovely cherry ones or you know the plum ones. They're magic. And then people are scooping the tomatoes out of the gutter and then throwing it in your face. It was like proper thick. <laughs> in, in the advert for it, you're seeing these lovely like ratatouille flying through the air like <laughs> yeah and talking and then i saw someone's shoe there a pair of glasses minging oh, it is it seems so glamorous when you're gonna go do it then we're actually there it's just horrible and, it, and also people really get aggressive and everyone's people pissed and aggressive. everyone's pissed everyone's pissed <laughs> including myself, so I'm not joking. Also, sangria. I, I don't know why people rave about sangria. For me, it's not even a good drink. I don't know why people even like I think people sangria. rave about sangria because I think it's for people who have a drink problem but want to think that that's not, you know, because it's, it's wine. Like a shandy. It's, not it's like, <laughs> like a shandy, it? but it's a whole bottle of red with a, with a little bit of lemonade. Little, so it's like, I think it's people who are a little bit... Don't want to say, oh, you know, I like a red wine. It's a gateway drink, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the same with the Bloody Mary. It's the same with the Bloody Mary. Oh, I'll just have a Bloody Mary. It's basically vodka. And you've just got a little bit of like... No, you can have it in the morning and judge free. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you know what I like abroad? A carafe. 
That's a carafe. Of carafe. Wait, what's a carafe? What's a carafe of what? A carafe. It's like it's for people who are pussies who don't want a whole bottle. <laughs> what's it's like half it's a like bottle? Two what glasses, is this? Isn't it? It, it, it? Yeah, it's two glasses, so you feel like you're being healthy. Oh, I just have a carafe, and then of course you have a carafe, and then you order another carafe. And you don't so, think so, you're binge drinking. So, so you basically have a bottle of wine. Yeah, I just had a carafe. only had two carafes, you see. So wait, so hang on. So, and I don't want to keep going on travel just because I think your podcast is great. When you travel, do you, when you sit on the plane, do you have a drink on the flight or do you not drink on the flight? Oh, I do. I mean, I'm typical working class. Um, I want my money's worth out of that flight. I, yeah. so I will drink and drink and drink. And then it's also, if I go on an all-inclusive holiday, I've paid X amount of money for this. So you, I want so you I drink eat, and eat, I'll eat until I'm sick. <laughs> I will keep going back to the buffet. You know what I mean? I, I want my money's worth. I think it's a working class thing. And then, you know, you get on a plane and someone offers you a glass of wine, you're going to say, yeah. <laughs> so you, I like that with but, nuts, pretzels, you name it. I just, so, I, honestly... Please don't say you're one of those people. If you, you know, if you go on the Virgin flights and they have the sort of stand around bar, you go to the bar and talk to everyone. You don't, you don't, you don't do you do that? Do you go and talk to everyone at the bar? And the oh, bar? I'm, I'm like that. And I'm always the one that's um, that got that gets told to um, shut up. We've paid good money for these flights. And then I remember, I, I remember I was in premium economy and. Um, and the, 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 the air hostess recognised me and said, please come to the bar in first class. So I went up there and then I was having such a good time getting drunk. And then, you know, when you had a taste of first class, I saw those lovely beds. And then I actually, oh, this is so bad. Um, I actually offered this man money so I could sleep with his wife in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, like an indecent proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I proposal in the air and I said oh please because I can't I don't want to go back to be seen but he said also, no also not even asking to swap just to get in bed with them <laughs> what know. did you do top to tail How well you I don't it didn't got that didn't get that far uh-huh. I a spoon spoon uh-huh. Oh God! I tell you what, though, and the, I tell you what I really like about doing these podcasts is because your chatty man was so popular and so great. And you mentioned it to me the other day, you know, and you said the reason why you started doing it is because you miss chatting, you miss talking to yeah. people, right? And with the podcast, that's what you. Is it because you like talking? Is it because you're just like talking to people? You're interested in people. What is it? Do you think? I, I think I'm interested in people, and I think obviously you've got to remember I worked in a call center for like seven years. Barclay Card and British Gas. I did everything. I think and I so, spoke to you. Yes, you're so <laughs> overdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> All that porn you were buying put you into your overdraft, love. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the stuff you'd have to talk to people about? Mindless things and sort of say it to them. We, we no, because the trouble is they would they would ask for stuff and then. But what people don't realise with with Bartley and other credit cards, there are notes on everyone's account. Mm-hmm. So there will be. He called me this. He's very oh, really. It's aggressive. Yes, yeah, so you have to be. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were. <laughs> And then we were so bored, then you'd have to, like, um, see if you could put in a song title into the conversation, you know, and just stuff like that. And um, 
But where <laughs> yeah, was the yeah. call centre? Where, where, where was it? It was in Manchester. Uh, they're always <laughs> up north, aren't they, the, the, the call centres? Why is that, do you think? You don't find one in Bristol, in Bath, the call centre in Bath. Do you think people you are just it. more helpful up north? No, I think northerners are friendlier, they say. Yeah. But I mean, obviously my voice is fucked, so I would ring up. And they, you know, they'd ring me up and they'd say, look, madam. And I'd say, I'm Alan. And then they'd like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, madam. <laughs> yes, yes, madam. I'm like, no, it's Alan. And they wouldn't believe me. And then I remember, I, I picked up and hello, Alan Carr, Barton Card, lost and stolen. How can I help you? The woman went, what's wrong with your voice? Really? I thought, do you want me to help you or not? <laughs> but I think, but also, you said you did it for seven years, right? You did it for seven years. Seven, seven years is not to be, it's a long time to do. You sort of did it for two years ago. Oh, I'm a bit fed up with this. Well, now, is it, but but Bartley Card was two years, and then yeah. off and on, because I was a job in stand up, I left Bartley Card, then I would go back to British Gas, and then I did, um, oh, I, then for this charity. Oh, my God. And then the woman next to me in the booth, she had to do this charity that leaving money in your will. And she had to ring up basically old people and say, look, you're not getting any younger. <laughs> really? You're about to die. You need to do- <laughs> dress up as the Grim Reaper and bring them up. <laughs> and so, um, so listen, I left Bartley Card because then every year you have a chat with the supervisor and they say, where do you see yourself in a year and I sat mm-hmm. down and um, when you're on the phone, there's called a floor walker. And the, that's a woman or a man who walks around. You put your hand up and say, um, can you help me with this caller? Or can I go to the toilet? And she said, where do you see yourself in a year? And I said, oh, I'd love to be a floor walker. <laughs> she said, Alan, you can only dream of being a floor walker. <laughs> <laughs> like, to oh, be a, a floor walker. What is a floor walker? <laughs> it's someone who walks around and you say, can I go to the toilet? You're like, go on then, two minutes. And then, then it got, then you have to like a police in. officer. Well, no, police, you're, you're really bloody bigging them up. Not a police officer, but I mean, <laughs> it was like, and then this is when I really got pissed off. Um, you had... Uh, Two minutes for a wee, five minutes for a poo. We're back to poo. And you had to put down, <laughs> ironically, in a logbook. <laughs> uh, no, you're lying. You're lying. That My family's live, a logbook. You had to put <laughs> you your log in shit. the logbook. But you took what did you mean, a diarrhea all day? You had to log it all. <laughs> well, you had to keep going back to the logbook. <laughs> Oh my God, Alan! It's just genius. Oh, okay, right. And so we got to that moment in the pod- podcast where Francis, you need to give us the question of the week. <laughs> All right, what is climo uh, climacophiliac? What is a climacophiliac? Okay, Alan, as our guest, you have to guess first. Climophiliac. Climo climacophiliac. So what's a climate? C L I M A C O P H. Are we in a spelling bee? L I A C. Now a necrophiliac, isn't it? Is someone who has sex with dead bodies. So I think it's sex with. Is it sex with climbers? Climbers. I just could be. Halfway up a mountain with some crampons. <laughs> Sex with climbers. That's such a niche, like it's a so kink, niche. How do they know they're a climber as well? Well, I don't know. It might be up a mountain. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> okay we're going to take your answer. I'm going to go something with. It's got to be to do something with um, the climate. So you're, you're you're getting turned on by the climate. Something to do with like with the wind. You masturbate like to me in the wind. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, listen. Okay, we're going to find out in part two. Alan, you have to stick around for part two. I'll wait. <laughs> okay, we'll see you in part two. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.